And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice Master. Before you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Should dice roll? Oh, no. A natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Kablow. Oh. You saved me, Dice Master. How do you do it? I get all my dice from Modern Artifice. They're high-end, stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your utility belt today. Another day saved thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice, for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties. Zario Naya. Skogorolov, what brings you... By Sphinxor's horns, Sasha. I found her in the forests, wounded and alone. Oh, we beastie. You've had the devil's own night, haven't you? Alone, did you say? No sign of Artemis, nor Kavan mayhaps? No. I thought to look for them, but the beast needed aid, and I was already halfway up Mount Gokis. Mount Gokis? This bear's grim tidings. Olaf, get your best scouts together and comb the woods. You'll be looking for Kavan and her companions. Bring them here, no matter the state they be found. Am I understood? Yes, ma'am. On my honour. Hey Dungeoneers, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Stradcast. If you like what we do here, remember to follow us on YouTube or subscribe via your favorite podcast app to get notified every time we release new episodes. Thanks again, and take your listen with advantage. When last we left our heroes, they made a long climb down the mountainside. Kaz did her best to lead the way, but without their ranger to guide them, the party spent a night in the forest, cold but alive. Arriving in the berserker camp the next morning, they found Sasha there, curled on Zarya's lap. She had been found by Zarya's chief scout, Skogur Olaf, a tall, red-braided berserker warrior. The party told the tale of Artemis' demise and took some time to grieve in their own ways. Zarya offered to host the fallen warrior in Yester Hill, a resting place for their warriors and heroes for hundreds of years. Olaf offered to help Drogar build a funeral pyre, something the berserkers have unfortunately become quite versed in. Though safe, our heroes are still heavily burdened with grief. How will they mourn their fallen friend? Find out now on the Stratcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. Anything he wants to do with any of the people who've just arrived? It's, it's the Blue Water crew. Has, yeah. uh, is there too. The Blue Water crew has arrived. When the Mardikovs arrive, Kaz will just quietly say, like just loudly enough that everyone can hear, or that the Mardikovs can hear, or actually just Dimitri can hear. Mm-hmm. Just say, it's, it's good you're all here. And then she'll just go back to building the pyre. You know, Kaz, she's mm-hmm. not, she's not, she has big feelings, but she's not great at Sharing. expressing them or talking about them until they all 
explode out of her and yeah. take somebody's head off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they take someone's head off or they incapacitate her for an hour or two, which that just happens. So she's good for another like yeah, two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think seeing Irina get out will be enough that Winnie needs to like start walking over and then start running over. Irina starts running then, to you too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of knows. She knows. She knows. She's a, she's a Winnie-seeking missile. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She gets out of the cart and she just, you, she looks right at you and her tears are, her eyes are red and, you know, and puffy and she just like runs and like slides onto her knees and like just wraps her arms around you. I just give her a big hug and cry. I'm so sorry, little sister. <laughs> It's okay, you don't need to say anything. Take all the time you need, but I'm here for you, okay? I don't know if I did it right. And also, Pasha's gone. What happened? I don't know. I really like him, though. Who could stay away from you? I certainly (laughs) can't. You'll bring him back. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my darling. Just do what you need, okay? I'm here. Okay. And she, like, scoops you up real tight. I imagine we're all gathered round, like, in a crescent moon. Around, this, around the pyre, yeah. This amazing pyre that's been built and the twigs shooting outward, you know, and Artemis's body is there and his bow is in the center. And he's, you know, he's got the, rem- the remnants of the arrow is there with him. Well, we're here. Do we want to light the pyre? Mm-hmm. So Jogar will first go over. He sees Winnie with Irina and he'll kneel down and he'll be like, I'm, I'm sorry that I got him killed. No. No, she, oh my god, she just like, she thought she was mad. (laughs) (laughs) No, she thought she was mad. (laughs) Kaz will walk up behind Winnie. And and, and, yeah, so she'll walk up behind Winnie and just sort of like put a hand on her shoulder and say, Right after Artie died, I was really, really angry at you. And I think I was until we woke up this morning. But that's dumb. You didn't kill Artemis. I don't care what you said to Strahd. He's the one who killed Artemis. I would have to agree. I think I've spent the most time with him of anyone. And Dimitri told us what happened. Drogar, it wouldn't have made a difference. I promise. It wouldn't have made a difference. I tried to play the game of telling him what he wanted to hear. And it just got me in deeper. It's his fault. It's not yours. A little bit of misplaced anger flares up. Uh, in Kaz when, when she hears that. We're not here to talk about him. No, you're right. We're here to talk about Artemis. Winnie. Mm. I spoke with the light earlier today. Successfully. He will be avenged. His soul will be saved. And with that, he steps back and he walks up to the pyre and he kneels down and he and he just says like a quick prayer to himself. And he turns to everybody around him and he holds his hands out as if to say, like, this is it. And he turns around and takes a deep breath. And uses his breath weapon and ignites Lights the, pyre. the pyre at the base and it starts to crackle. While we stand around the, the burning pyre, Zarya steps forward. We've been in this valley. Before it was Barovia. Before it was Zenobia. Long have these lands been under our stewardship and protection. And to our shame, we have let it go astray. 
but with this slight of hope rekindled. I believe there is chance again this land may be free. We may see the sun in the sky. Might show our ancestors that we own. This I vow. Ulnaya of Clan Zarya lowers their spear to Artemis' silver bowl, and I join his hunt. Danica steps forward. My family lived in Velaki for 200 years. Before that, we were joined by marriage to one of the most respectable houses in Zenobia. And we lost everything when Strat took over. My whole future was torn away. And so I build a present that will fuck him up. <laughs> Danica Marlikov and the people of Velaki join his hunt. Can everybody try something with me? Mm. I've never done this before. I've only seen grown-ups do it before. But what we do with everybody is that somebody starts to lead the song and we sing the song of his life and of our grief. And the song has no words. We just sing it until we're done. I've never done it. I've never led it before. Can we just try it? Go on, little sister. Okay. We'll all you follow just join you. in. You just sing, you know. Okay. You can close your eyes if that makes it easier. For the entire time the fire is burning, all the way down until it is down to the embers. Kaz will be there all night. She will stand with her spear in hand and just thunk the spear against the ground and say, Karkark, this warrior died fighting and his grudges will be avenged. But like the way I see it, the last, like, long after everyone else has gone to bed. She says it one more time, and we just hear it echo. And she says, Karkark, this warrior died fighting, and I will avenge his grudges. Karkark. The alliance of the silver bow joins his aunt. There's, there's, there's plenty of lodging here at the Berserker camps. I think like tents with like throw, uh, uh, throw uh, carpets laid down all along the bottom with big, big, uh, big cushy beds are, are made available for you. Uh, 
Can I do something yes, you can. while they are sleeping? You sure can. <gasps> you sure can. Oh, Kills each and every one. Yeah. Oh, he's a sneaky one. Well, so okay. this is, remember I talked to you about this on the other night. Or on we talked about a lot of things. Last session. <laughs> Remind no. me, please. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, okay, this go is ahead. Artemis related. So, Drogar. Oh, God. Oh, oh yes, 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 What? What? How dare you? As you sleep, you hear, hello, friend. Cat got your tongue? I think I'm, like, in the dream. Like, I'm in, like, a dream state. And, like, I kind of come to, and, and I look around, and there's Artemis. Mm-hmm. He's just standing there. Looks <laughs> good, looks healthy. I think just like a single dragon tear just like kind of comes down his face and he goes, hello, old friend. And he gives you like a big old hug and he goes, still a big fight ahead of us. Mm. And then he looks Drogar dead in the eye and he goes, you did nothing wrong, my friend. <sighs> we all knew the risks. And then he'll give him one last hug and Drogar will notice that Artemis feels strong he feels solid and then he'll just say fight on and then you wake up no 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 casley <laughs> oh you son of a bitch <laughs> Dang it. i fucking hate you <laughs> do you want to tell me what you're dreaming about um i'm i'm on the ship i'm on my ship uh, my, my merchant vessel, and I'm just doing. I think sometimes I, you know, what Kaz sometimes has dreams about her time on the ship, much like I sometimes dream that I'm like either in a show or back in the restaurant, and just everything is different, and I have no idea. Like all the riggings are in the wrong place, and, she, and everyone's like, "Kaz, what the fuck are you doing?" She's like, "This was over there yesterday. Oh, I don't know what." And, and yeah, she's having like she's having stress yeah. dreams. Cold uh, ropes now, and they're not supposed to be cold ropes. <laughs> this is clearly a line. <laughs> so she goes, "This rope was here the other day." And the captain goes, oh, the line! And she's like, damn it! So I think you're doing something, and then all of a sudden you notice another set of hands near you. And you, and you hear Artemis say, so what do you call this rope? <laughs> <laughs> that is called the spinnaker halyard. What the fuck? <laughs> and then he just kind of like looks at you and goes, it's good to see you, Kasley. Did I, am I, am I dead now too? What's going on? No, no, just a dream, my friend. Oh, in that case, hey, Captain, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> and then Artemis chuckles and kind of like just pulls out two mugs of ale from nowhere and like hands you one and he goes, ah. cheers to that. And then, <laughs> yeah, a big clang. And then uh, he goes, you know, I did want to tell you it was an honor to fight at your side. I only wish I could have done it for a little longer. Same to you, friend. And then with that, I'll give Cats a big hug, and you two will notice. Already feels solid. Mm. Well, stronger than almost he even did in life. Hmm. Okay. And then you wake up. <clears throat> I think, yeah, Kaz... Kaz thought she was done mourning. She feels big feelings. They burn quickly. And then they burn out, but I think it comes back to her and surprises her. Yeah. She has a hard time falling back asleep. 
than Winnie. What? <laughs> so, Winnie, what are you dreaming about? I think Winnie's most common dream is walking in the almost for her head high wheat in Emily. And just like when she had that dream where Strahd showed up in the church, it's like a, it's an oddly quiet Emily. There's nobody around and you just hear wind through the grass and she's just walking through the tall grass. So I think suddenly you just see Artemis like walking next to you with his hands like outstretched feeling the grass. And he like looks down at you and he's like, I can see why you like it here. That's really nice. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You know, Winnie, I'm sorry I couldn't stay with you longer. You know what I've been thinking? I never told you that I love you. And I do, I love you. And I'm going to tell everybody else, too. And he'll kneel down and give you a hug, and he goes, I love you, too, little sister. <laughs> and then he goes, you know, I wish I could be with you when you come back to this place, but I will be with you. Yeah. And I have a secret for you. Yeah? It worked. What? Whatever you and Drogar did, it worked. I don't know how, but you saved my soul. I'll be with you. And then he gives you one last hug and you two notice Artie is stronger and solid and he's real. Wow. And you wake up. Yeah. And I think as I'm as I'm kind of in between sleeping and awake, I'm I see Artemis keep walking towards Emily like he's gonna go and check and see how things are going yeah yeah I wake up feeling way better <laughs> I thought you were done crying <laughs> god damn it <laughs> I would like our listeners to know that when everyone arrives tonight I had fucking techno blaring <laughs> We really tried. We're not going we were to cry. Crying. We really tried. We were really, I was really trying to set the tone. <laughs> Trevor gave me some information and I took liberties with it. Wow. <laughs> it's totally safe. Wow. <laughs> oh. That's so great. That's so good. Just wish Strober knew that. <laughs> Well, that was a little way for Artie, like, it might not be your fault, but, like... <laughs> I'll tell Winnie instead. Think still, about still it. Still kind of got me killed. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Fair enough, fair enough, fair oh, enough. That's funny. No, no, I didn't say don't oh, wow. feel bad. Yeah. I just I said might, it's not wow. your fault. I might have deserved that. <laughs> um, and, okay, great. So uh, so it's uh, y- you have your dreams, maybe you awake in the night and, 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 and restlessly fall back to sleep or, or peacefully fall back to sleep, however you're feeling. But all of you are woken in the morning. Get up, 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 up. It's demonstration day. <laughs> Demonstrating what? Why? The gifts I have for you. Oh, shit. Kaz <laughs> <laughs> leaps out of bed. Trudor's a little groggy. He's a little like, uh, that dream like threw him for a loop. 
so I think he's like there's like the clapping and, and like he does that thing that like teenagers do where they're like oh, and they like pull the covers over their head and, like pulls like a tarp come on young man time for school <laughs> Kaz grabs the entire blanket and just like rips it come on old man oh, too cool. <laughs> you, you pull the blanket off you guys are doing Drogar better than I could you pull the blanket off and from the crook of Drogar's leg where Winnie sleeps sometimes she like Pops <laughs> <laughs> up and jumps out of bed. I thought I, I was going in a very different direction. I thought you were going to say you realize Drogar's naked and you go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drogar's cold blooded, man. He doesn't sleep mm-hmm. in the nude. He can't. He's got to keep some... big old nightshirt and the cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. The yes, yes. exactly. Yes, yes, like Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> Are you the spirits that were portended to me? <laughs> I could have swore I saw you. The ghost of Curse of Strahd's past. Oh, God. You could be a bit of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> a piece of undigested bread. Thank you for that specificity. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, anyway, we all got up. We're up. Yeah, we're up. Everybody sent the... Everything is in, right? Okay. Because yes. you sent... The mace, along with the the hair, and that yep. was those were the last things that needed yeah, to be the bones. and and the the Mother symbols. Or the, right. You sent those the all symbols. in one package. Yeah. The last question I had was if we got the bones of a ghost. We do. Did we? Yeah, because we, well, we, 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 we got bones. We got bones. Okay. I think I did. Okay. Well, if I didn't, Drogar's gonna be real disappointed. <laughs> all right, hang on, hang on. Let's <laughs> take one second. It's a shiny new toy. Let's yep. let's go back real quick, just to the uh, to remind everybody. Yes, to remind everyone. Mm-hmm. Right, so, that's a good question because I think actually one. you got this quest before the podcast even started. Is that true? No, 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 it's not no, true. I think we got no, it's it not. Um, I always think we started later than yeah, we because did. remember when we it happened. We, this was after. No, I remember. This happened. This happened after we met Charlie, and that was definitely in the podcast. I remember. Mine was holy water. And a lock of golden hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Check and check. I had Bark of the Galthias tree. We knocked that out right away. Right away. Um, Bones of a Ghost. We had that mace that the that the abbot left because behind. Because the, the mace disintegrated and bone. all that was left was a single thigh bone. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's that's it. Oh, we are concerned about but our Arties misses. Was, <laughs> we do have, we do have Arties. Symbol of Mother Night. Yeah, Mother Night. Yeah, we got Mother Night in the morning, Lord. Yeah, I got yeah. cursed for that Mother we, Night symbol. Yeah. I want to make sure yes. it got there. We got it, okay? We Someone did. else we can did. use the bows. <laughs> <laughs> maybe else. there's another guy <laughs> around who Maybe somebody else. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Something about this bow tells me it would work well in the hands of someone with a Scottish accent. Says... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Property of Skogar Olaf. Where did that come from? There's a name in Greece. Skogar Olaf. Zoom in, it's just Sharpie. (laughs) (laughs) The the camera camera pans across. Property of Skogar Olaf. And as we get to the F, we see Skogar like, (laughs) 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 Bolts out with a Sharpie in hand like, oh shit, and runs away. So yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Wake Take it away. Uh-huh. Take it Brings away. Follow me to the ring, and she leads you across the camp to. Uh, uh, it was. It's not the same ring because that was when they were living in the forest. But it's right. a similar ring to where. Uh, oh, yeah. Ha- yeah, Hell you yeah. had to throw down. We wrestled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all done wrestled. We're done. Done wrestled. I must say, my friends, I've been at my trade a long time. We grow them big. Here in the forests and the mountains, <laughs> and all that girth it means it lasts a long time. Goodness, <laughs> you, you are saying a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> 
a lot of rump to get us through those cold winters. God damn it. God knows. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I've been making weapons for a long time. But I have to say, I think these are the finest I've ever made. For these were the first weapons ever crafted in which I see a future beyond these mists. Put a little spring in my step. But enough, Gavin. Let's see what you've come for. And she walks over, there's this huge chest on the side of the ring. And she like grabs hold of the, 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 the like latch on it and throws it open and puts a big hand on top of the chest and just like rakes it back and it flies open. All right, who's first? <gasps> Me. <laughs> like, I imagine that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be like, well, that's it. Yeah, Cash shoves you over. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm first. I'm queen of the berserkers. I should go first. <laughs> you drugger. My hip. <laughs> <laughs> When it maybe cool. cast cure Damn wounds it. on on Joker. I got it. When <laughs> it, yep. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> sorry, sorry. This is an awesome thing to joke about. <laughs> Magical weapons, nor old people falling. No. <laughs> no. We're, We're laughing this time to make up for the past two sessions for all the fucking crying we've just been doing. Mm -hmm. Hasley, when you first came here, the sword was broken, yet you yielded a weapon more mighty, one of particular import to me and my people. Now the blood spear of Gavan will forever hold a, a place in our hearts as the signature weapon of one of our mightiest leaders. But this I present to you now is for a new title, no longer Gavan. But for Kazley, Queen of the Berserkers. Kaz is shaking with excitement. Wielder of the mighty cactus. And she brings it out. And it's better even than you remember it. It's like that, it's a long classic uh, uh, greatsword vibe. And the cross guard of which at the end splays out to look like the uh, sort of reaching spines of a cactus. Cool. Now, she did and her research. <laughs> I want to see her Pinterest board. <laughs> she's got a she's got a scroll in front of her, and she's got like bifocals for pictures of a cactus. I'm now excited. <laughs> it did not take me long, Cosley, to dream up with this mighty weapon might do. It's all in the name. It'll enhance your rage to new heights. Very excited. Like, is there something? Is there something breakable that she can swing There's it at? There's some training dummies. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. She grabs it and goes and just, like, takes a mighty <laughs> swing at it. Do you go into a rage? I feel, uh, I want so badly to know why you are asking me that question, but I, I don't, I don't think she would. Uh, well, so yeah, you, you take a swing, uh, you take a swing, uh, 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 and it does, it's perfectly balanced, and it, like, cuts straight through, like, a practice dummy, like a thin line, and it, like, sits there for a moment, and then, slides. for, like, the top half of it yeah. slides off. Yes. It cuts super true. Yes. Uh, but no extra effects beyond that. Right now, it still <laughs> feels pretty awesome. Um, it's magic for the purposes of overcoming uh, resistances and all that kind of stuff. Very but, cool. Yeah, yeah. So Very it's a magic cool. weapon, but otherwise, it's a, yeah, it's a great. Tool. And I guess I'll find out what happens when I enter a rage. Oh boy! <laughs> she said with an excited hair twirl. I <laughs> uh, indeed. All right, who's next? Winnie, would you mind if I went first? Go ahead. 
<sighs> Durgar just kind of like walks walks out into the ring. Drogar, I think I took much of the measure of you when first we met. I think we're a lot alike in many ways. Strong, determined, intelligent, beautiful. <laughs> and with an overwhelming desire to eradicate evil from this place and beyond. Couldn't agree more with you. I have crafted for you a weapon that will strike terror into all beasts that call the darkness their home. I could not think of a finer name than the one already given it by you. And so I give you Volandril Reborn. And she pulls out of the chest. Do you want to describe Volandril in its heyday? Yeah, it's it, like, it's not silvered for mechanical purposes, but it mm-hmm. is that shining steel. It's, it is a phalanged mace. Mm-hmm. With brass, a brass ring at the head holding it to, you know, the hilt. The hilt is this is this wonderful wood, this really strong oak, and like leather bound, and it has these, like, you know, these really ornate brass kind of pieces on it, and the phalanges have little gold tips to them. It's just a beautiful fucking mace. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it's heightened even more than uh, than 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 it than it was. It, I mean, it just like it's it's actually what it is is it's like you know when you look back at things with nostalgia goggles and you remember them a certain way and then you get to revisit them and they're not quite the same, but it is as good as you remember it and better. I feel like it's like the mace comes out and like we see a little small animated drogar like. Oh, <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> now it's a fine enough weapon on its own to be sure. But the next time you whack some rotting undead or wicked fiend with that weapon, <laughs> it's in for a rude awakening. And I think he kind of gets a grip on it and he pulls it out. And he just like, he, he swings it and he's moving it around. And he just, you know, he's like getting the feel back in the weight of it. And he's throwing it from one hand to the other. And he goes up to one of the test dummies and he just... Boom. Knocks the head clean off and it's spinning through the air. Yeah. And it's just like... Uh, it is also magic for uh, overcoming resistances and the mace is also plus one. Yeah. And the, it might have another secret <clears throat> if you hit something undead with it. Well, who knows? Um, oh, goody! <laughs> I see you hiding back there. Don't yeah. think I forgot you. <laughs> now, as far as I remember... You favor uh, something with a little more uh, uh, distance to it, eh? <laughs> Daria never forgets. She reaches in and she pulls out a slingshot. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! The head of which is made from what looks like tusks. <gasps> Got a wooden handle and, you know, and then the rubber goes back uh, in a little pouch at the end. Now for this one. Everyone else is here will have to wait a bit to find out the full power of what they do, but this one I think we can arrange for a little demonstration just new. now. You take this. Okay. <laughs> and stay right there. Okay. And Zarya like turns around and walks way across the uh, the the ring and stands to the other side. Uh, and she turns back around to you smiling with holding both hands out and she reaches around her back and pulls out a little dagger. <gasps> and she goes, runs it across her palm. Oops! I've gone and cut myself. I could do with a little bit of healing. What say you fix me up, Winnie? What? What? <laughs> what? Give me one of your healing spells, why don't you? Wait, what? 
But stay over there, don't you mind? Do I do anything with this? What? Okay. I've never dealt with anything magical. Okay, first, okay. First, I'm just going to take a regular rock out of my bag. Mm-hmm. And I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, good try, though. I think what you need with the ammunition that that takes comes a little bit more from you. Okay. And I'm going to pull it back, and I'm going to cast a healing word. Is that it? Healing word can already be done at a distance. <gasps> I can cure... And I'm going to peel a cure wounds over there. Casting cure wounds. Uh, you feel the pouch of the slingshot illuminate. And this little, you can feel your fingers like move themselves apart as this little glowing marble oh kind of God. materializes itself in the pouch. What? And you let it fly and it impacts Ari in the chest and. Whoa! You can use any touch spell as ammunition for the slingshot. That is That's fucking so cool. awesome! A number, of times, a number of times a day equal to your proficiency bonus, you can do any touch wow. spell as ammunition. In the wow! Oh, that like is a... awesome! That's awesome! <laughs> you're like uh, you're like Anna and Over... Is that her name? Anna and Overwatch? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite, oh. yeah. I've, I've played Overwatch like my twice. But, yeah, she's, that... I've, only played her, I've only played Overwatch twice, but like she's my favorite character because wow. you just shoot stuff. And if you shoot your enemies, it hurts them. Wow. And if you shoot your friends, it heals them. Okay, shoot touch spells. Yeah, any touch, any touch spell. Wow. A number of times equal to your proficiency bonus per per long rest. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Very cool. I think very very cool. I think Drogar will hold Valandral after knocking the head off, and he's just gonna close his eyes and he goes to like this little place, kind of like where he saw um, Artemis in the dream. He goes to this little place. And I think he's standing there, and he opens his eyes, and his three friends are, like, there now. That the mace has been, like, reforged, and he's standing there. And, like, Terathil's there, and Nassius is there, and, mm-hmm. like, they're all... And he, like, holds up the mace, and he's like... Mm. <laughs> I got it back. <laughs> and we just see like a grin kind of come across uh-huh. each of them, and they and then they just and he's like back out of it, and he's like, <laughs> wow. "Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> carried away there." Now, that was the fun part. I've got a bit of a proposal for all of you. No, Wait, no, no. before you say what you're about to say, okay. Kaz just gives Zarya a giant bear hug. <laughs> I, I don't really know how else to thank you, but this is really, really special. Use it in good health, Kazlay. I will. And put it through Strahd's chest for me, would you? Oh, I absolutely will. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's one more in here. And she reaches in and she pulls out a beautiful silver bow. That is in the shape, you know, it's got like the regular bow, but then uh, coming off of the actual bow portion of it, it looks like a crescent moon. It has these intricately carved, like, uh, uh, just like, it's purely aesthetic, but like you, uh, it just kind of comes off. So the bow has the appearance of a crescent move with like these cut little cutouts of the finely wrought uh, uh, carved wood. Yeah, in there. And it is beautifully silver and notably does not have a string. No one will ever be able to replace Artemis. And this weapon was crafted for him. But I don't want to send you out there in the cold to keep fighting Strahd short-handed. We're all in alliance now. It's time we all start truly mixing our forces. So with that in mind, 
Olaf, where are you? Zarya. I've got a mission for you. Anything. This lot here, the heroes of this land, as you know, they've lost one of their fellows lately. They're down a man, down one of their troop, and we can't have them running across this valley shorthanded now, can we? Zarya, I... My place is here. Long it has been. We are movable, changeable as the wind. Our kind have always gone where they are needed. And so I propose you travel with these fellows. Make the berserker name proud and known across this valley as much as theirs is. And in return for this great favor, and provided our friends consent, I bequeath this weapon to you. I'll make our people proud. And you? Will you travel with our kind in your, ver in your very own merry band? I know I can never replace Artemis, but ever since I found Sasha in the woods, I've known I've had a, a greater destiny. I think Drogar will uh, look at Skogar and look at Zarya and look back at Skogar and take like a walk around him. Just kind of like looking <laughs> up and down. <laughs> Do a little, do a little turn for us, Skogar. Uh... He's like, he'll be like, look. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like. <clears throat> he's quite skilled. If you can find them in the woods, I'll eat a goat. Short of that bet, I'd certainly like to see you eat an entire goat. But that's besides oh, the point. It'd be bloody. <laughs> right. Do I have a bow string I can string it up with real quick, or don't need one. Why don't you give it a try? And so, like, as Drogar's, like, inspecting me and, like, they're figuring out if I'm good enough. All you need is the word. Ashla. Ashla. And, uh, Tyler, what you can do is you can select two of the arcane shots from the arcane archer subclass. <gasps> oh, my God. Fucking what? And you can use those oh shots God. a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. What? <laughs> so in the arcane archer subclass, there are, there are a bunch of special shots that they get, magic shots that they get. You can pick two of them, and you can use those shots a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus for a long rest. Wow. Very cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you don't need to decide right now. Okay. But yeah, the bow just, it, it, and it uses like magical ammunition. Your arrows deal radiant damage. Oh! That's fucking sick. Epic. Ah, okay. <laughs> so Drogar <laughs> okay. will see. It was supposed to be for Artemis, but you know. Uh... Yeah, well, yeah. That... <laughs> wow. so, yeah we, we know circumstances being so, what they are. Yeah. Strahd yeah. being who so he is. So I think, like, as you <laughs> tell me that, I turn and just, like, Insult's off to the side, like, just say, yeah, Ashla. As you rear your hand back, a, a thin, silvery wisps kind of, like, spring out of both <laughs> tips of the bow and meet right where your fingers draw back. The the arrow, <laughs> yeah, and so it's just like a bolt—it's <laughs> like a bolt of moonlight, and uh, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just fly. like turn and Ashlyn, and you just see like the the train dummy way away is just like its head fucking explode. Yeah, boom. <laughs> so it does longbow damage, um, but you don't need to worry about ammunition, and it's radiant damage Holy instead shit. of wow. shit. Wow. <laughs> so I see that arrow. I see that, I see that arrow go off, and I walk over to Winnie and. Uh, and Casley and I go, well. Kaz walks right up to him and just gives him a big old clap on the shoulder and says, if Zarya trusts you, then I trust you. Welcome aboard. 
and he'll bow his head very low to you. Thank you, Kavant. Yo, that's really cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Yo, that's really cool. <laughs> so, are you, is it Skogar or Olaf? Skogar is my family name. Olaf's my given. So you're Olaf. Do you like to be called Olaf? You know, little one, you can call me whatever you like. <laughs> I like your hair. Thank you. I think it's the color's pretty close to yours. Mm -hmm. It is, like, yeah. He'll hold he's his like, brain he, out he, to you uh, Yes, he, uh, Olaf's like yeah. crimson red, right? And when mm -hmm. he's like that orange, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he's got, so just to give you all the descriptions, Scott. Yes. Wait. <laughs> it's important. It's important. So he's tall, but not quite as tall as Zarya. Zarya's like 6'6". Six, six. Mm -hmm. Olaf's about 6'4". Oh, same height as me. Solid, but not quite as wide as Zarya also. Like, very muscular, but, but uh, like, shredded, not wide. He's cut. Yeah, he's, he's a woodsman. So, mm -hmm. he, um, and then he's got so <laughs> long. <laughs> there's a sweat breaking on that side of the room. <laughs> now, then, there's a sweat breaking on that side of the room. <laughs> yep. Um, and then long, so the the sides of his head shaved clean, and then long hair on the top that's braided down all the way back and hangs like mid back. Oh my Sweet. god, he's like Uthred, son of Uthred. Yeah, yeah you're and very, very like, Ragnar. Okay, now there's definitely a sweat breaking yeah. on the side. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look, Rook, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, like a nice beard, like a little longer than mine. In short. He's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hot boy summer. Hot boy summer. Yeah, we're headed into hot boy summer we with Skogar. At time of recording, it's about to be hot boy summer. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, the naming convention of the Zarya is actually Zarya's technically last name. It's her right, family it's name. She's yeah. Ulnaya. Which I name is Ulnaya. always forget. Mm -hmm. yeah. Zarya Ulnaya. Zarya Ulnaya, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, so with, with the two approvals that are needed, Drugger will go up to Skogar and go. Some big shoes you're filling. I'm not filling any shoes. Just doing my part. <laughs> and you'll feel in his hand <gasps> there's something in there. And when he pulls it away, you're holding the necklace. That was <gasps> Artemis's. No. And so I don't... I'm going to say I did notice Artemis wearing the symbol before. Sure. So sure. I know the significance of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. And so he'll go, um, you wear that. And when you strike the devil down, he'll utter his name. <sighs> Skogar. Dragon. <laughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Skogar, by the way. Skogar clan is nearly as old as the Zarya clan, in fact. You can trace them back centuries in these lands. In fact, uh, Skogar, Olaf, was a chief scout under my sister when she was uh, leader of the clan. What's and it's her been in my tenure as well. What's her name again? My sister. Uh -huh. Valnaya. Valnaya. Did we? We've, we've talked about her before. I'm, I'm A little bit. Yeah, she was the previous leader. She... Oh, disappeared. You, you should have seen Volnaya. What uh, became of your sister? 
lost her fight in the Druids. Mm. Let a certainty up at one day against them. Never returned. Was her... I don't mean to pry. Was her body ever found? No. Never put to rest neither. I don't know what happened to my wayward sister. All I can hope for is that her soul doesn't wander the mountains for too long before it winds its way home. Sometimes I can talk to people if I know what they look like. Can you just tell me a little bit more about her? It's business I'd sooner not bring to the surface. Okay. Can I ask you another question? Hey. What does your people think happens to you when you die? What an interesting question. Well, well now I can't be sure. But before all this, before these damned fogs and that rat bastard in this castle, you came back. And I like to think you got to pick <laughs> what you came back as. You see, the body and the soul, they're not... A lot of times we talk about them like they're different, but they're not. They're expressions of the same thing. When the body dies, the soul goes on until it finds a way to turn itself back into a body. That makes me think of something that my mom used to say. Why? Yeah, because she could sing really, really good. Mm. And something that's cool about singing is that when your voice comes out of your body, it literally is vibrating in the shape of your body. So when you're singing, you're sending your shape out, you know? Mm. And, and something about that is like, makes me think of like spirits and stuff. And Shape know. is a good word to describe an individual, isn't it? We all have the same pieces to be sure, but none of us are the same shape. I like that quite a bit. You know, it's interesting you say that because I had a dream last night. Oh, is that right? I had a dream too. Really? Yeah. I. So did I. Well, you spent a lot of time with each other. It's. Well, it's not unusual that your minds should be preoccupied with many of the same things. But. someone was in yours. Well, yes. Um, Who? Well, uh, Artemis. Mine too. Me too. <laughs> he visited all of you. I had a really good dream. He's sending his shape out. His shape felt strong. If anyone's soul could could fight back the ravages of these mists, I think it would be his. I don't know about these days with these mists obscuring, but when we died, in order to come back, we would have to go and face Sangzor. Sangzor? Aye, the god of the mountain. And she points towards uh, Mount Gokis, the, mm. the, the desperate peak which you just climbed down the day before. Ooh. Kaz suddenly gets the energy of, like, a kid at story time. This sounds very similar mm. to Grumsh. Mm -hmm. We would have to show what we'd learned in this life. The new skills we'd developed, the strength we'd put into our muscles. All of it would be put to the test against the great ram god, Sangzor. Oh. And once you pass his test, you come back down the mountain. As so to speak. There's something new. Aye. And if you win, you get to pick. Hmm. 
I'd like to be a mountain goat myself, I think. <laughs> I think I have the temperament. I'm <laughs> 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 You can help. I can you imagine me bounding from rock to rock? It's, it's a very remote life, though. It's a life of solitude. Well, I've spent this life taking care of all these yuppies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a little time to myself. <laughs> oh my god. Fair enough. No offence to you all, Skogar, of course. I get plenty of time to myself in the woods. Oh, I, I indeed. Olaf, as I was going to say, what is your opinion on the werewolves? A dead werewolf is a good werewolf. Only too true. Noted. <laughs> Said well out of earshot of Zulek and Emil, I trust. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they are. They're somewhere. Zaru. Allow me to explain the situation at hand. The two werewolves that we have in tow. Did you say that already, Jahar? I can't remember. Where did we leave them? Let's. We should probably establish. They would probably where stay they with are. you. They, so mm-hmm. they would probably be. So they're they're probably around. Yeah. I don't know are if they we told camp? Zarya though. I don't I think, think you told him though. I think you just said they're they're like traveling with you. I oh. don't think you said that they are. Yeah, with I don't think we told her. Kaz would feel awfully bad about that. Yeah, she likes Zarya a lot. She doesn't want to keep shit from her. Mm-hmm. That's so, like that's like one of her things. I'll like, retcon as I'm about to speak. I go the two, Kaz. Yes. Perhaps you would like to tell our friends um, about our two comrades. Kaz would like to retcon a little further. <laughs> Um, <laughs> because yeah, no, I no, think no, no, sure, sure. yeah, I think I think actually now, yeah, now that I now Kaz that I think would like to go back in time. <laughs> Kaz takes out her time turner and flips it over <laughs> twelve times. Um, uh, yeah, no, because I think like much like we saw when Kaz tackled Zuleika for not telling her the whole truth. Yeah, we wouldn't get into the camp without us letting letting her know. Kaz would not want Zarya to let these people into her camp without knowing that they are werewolves. Because so what happened? Because so what happened was you got found by a troop of berserkers, not yes. Zarya necessarily. Yeah. So, yes. so maybe. Camp. But a key piece of the information that she would divulge is that they owe us their lives. Yes. And so if they cross anyone, they're dead. We kill them. Yeah. Immediately. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a maybe there's a quick flashback. Yeah, we can go back in time. Of sure. Zarya and Kazley having yeah. an intimate conversation. Oh. In you said the I word. <laughs> in in perhaps Zarya's tent. Oh, you said the T word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Look, can... I'm just setting you up, okay? You gotta push the door open. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can go back in time. What do you want? Yeah, what do you want? What you want to say? I think yeah, there probably is a moment where Kaz pulls Zarya aside and says, like, just so you know, mm. these two are werewolves. What? The leader, the current leader of the werewolves, Kirill, stole his position of leadership from Emil, who is here with us. Also. Important that uh, Kirill is allied with Strahd and sees him as a leader and, and a boss. What we want to do is turn the werewolves to our side. The werewolves have this thing called Vukral, which is a fight to the death, or maybe not. The, uh, it's a fight for, to determine leadership. Uh, I know a bit about that. Huh? Yeah, we've kind of had one ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Kirill <laughs> usurped Emil. Emil usurped Emil. Sorry, a lot of big words in that sentence. Regular size words. You're doing good. You're doing good. We won't go there just now. <laughs> <laughs> it's important for me that you know 
that my intelligence is not what you should be attracted to. <laughs> <laughs> and that if you find something about me attractive, which you may or may not, it's not up to me to decide. It shouldn't be my intelligence. I can't um, even read, Kazley, so you're doing wonderfully. <laughs> blush. <laughs> Big blush. The idea here is that if we help Emil defeat Kirill in a crawl, not only Emil and his wife Zuleika, but the rest of the werewolves will owe us their allegiance instead of Strahd, and then we can turn them against Strahd and have them on our side when we finally try to take him down. Okay. Pups, don't forget about the pups. Oh, also, there are, uh, also, they, they grow their numbers by, with, with children. I don't know where these children come from. I don't know if they steal them or kidnap them. Or the conventional way. Well, sure, but I somehow don't feel like that's the case here. But maybe it is. I don't know. Either way, they have all these children imprisoned that they intend to turn to werewolves. Now, I think when Emil was leader, they just made them all werewolves. But with Kirill as leader, they make them fight. And only the strong become werewolves. Mm -hmm. And I can only guess what happens to the weak. I hear your plight, Gasly. I hear you put me in a difficult position. The point is, look, all you need to know for now is that Emil and Zuleika are traveling with us. We will not let them cause any trouble here in the camp because they owe us their lives. We saved them from Strahd's castle. So if they try to cause any trouble, you and every one of the berserkers has my full blessing. Just, just, if they do, if they look at you wrong, murder them outright. I don't give a shit. But I think, at the very least, we could end up with them not on Strahd's side, which is almost as good. This is why I think elections should be decided by headbutts. <laughs> that is a, an amazing idea that I can't believe I didn't think about before. Right? <laughs> oh, oh my god, they're meant for each other. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. All right, all right. These wolves owe you their lives. We owe you our lives. Who am I to question? You've never strayed us before. What am I going to do with all these lives? <laughs> You've never strayed us. You haven't strayed us so far before, Casley. So I'll trust you. But let's just keep this between you and I. Uh, you think? Can, can I trust you to try to keep them skinny? Yes, that's great. If they do anything untoward, just fucking kill them. If one of them grows a bit of extra hair, won't be up to either of us what the rest of them do. They'll pull them to pieces. I worry that. If any of them see these two acting strange, they'll think, oh, they came here with Kavan, maybe we should let them be okay. No. If they do anything that makes them enemies, then they are enemies. We're going to try to use them to our advantage. If they ruin that, it's over. All right. Very well. They can stay. Thank you. You're welcome. And it won't be for long. No, I don't imagine you'll be. You'll have much time to stay complacent. I'm sure you'll have to be off on your next grand adventure before too long. As much as I'd like to say, you're probably right. You bring a nice brightness to the place. I wish you could stay longer, too. One of these days I will. How do you fare, Gaban? It's not easy to lose a friend. I don't think I've ever lost someone and had it make me as sad as this did. <laughs> Artemis was... Very, very special to me. There was only one other person who ever made me feel the way I do right now with his passing. Maybe that. His name was Grun. He was a member of my tribe back in the desert. 
And it was because of me that he died. We were a very uh, independent people. But this man tried to get us to help him get a seat on the council of the city of Melvant. Normally, we would tell him to fuck off and probably kill him on his way out, but... That sounds like you, I... But he had some leverage on us, so we tried to help him, and it went very, very poorly. And I lost control, and my friend died. My friends all have gods that they pray to, gods that give them strength and power and, and inspiration, and they can take that and use it. But they have to ask for it. Grumsh doesn't work that way. Mm. If you are born with tusks and green skin, then a piece of Grumsh is already in you. And no matter where you are or what you do, it is always with you. And if you don't learn to control it, it will take over you. And sometimes that means people you love will die. That's what happened to Grun. Do you feel you can control it? I want so badly to say yes, but I know that's a lie. I think I get a little better at it every day, but I think the moment I say that I can do it, that's the moment it'll really show me how strong Grumsh is, and I'll lose control again. And when you lose control, you've lost friends before? Only once did I think it was because I lost control, and that was when Grun died. But I also think I was out of control when Artemis died. But I don't think Artemis died because I lost control. May I tell you a secret, Kesley, about the universe? You may. These people, like, they live in cities. They build themselves houses to keep them warm. They build a bed to keep themselves comfortable. They build a kitchen to feed themselves. They build taverns to keep themselves amused. They build... They build carts to travel across the land. They build... They... 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 they they build castles to extend their power across a whole valley. They do all of these things to try to take control. But look at this! Look at this cat! And she points, and there is a, a raven circling in the sky high above. Look at this bird! Does it need a house? Does it need a kitchen? No. No, because it lives true to itself. We do so much to try to control, but it's the wrong, it's the wrong instinct. The world, life, the universe is chaos. It's not order. We're not trying to find order. It is chaos, and we build something out of it, right? Right. That all that bird needs is what nature presents. And all you need, Kesley, is the strength of your own arm, the courage of your convictions, and a belief in yourself. That's all it requires. Let go all of this and sore. I'm a lot stronger when I'm angry. There's plenty to be angry about. I'm pretty fucking angry. Then fucking fuck it up, Gasly! Until you're not angry anymore. And then you'll have control, won't you? I can't even imagine what that feels like. I've been angry for so long. What's lost to be angry about? It's okay. All you need is you. You have all the answers already. Thank you. Yeah. You're very special to me, as to all of us. We are your people now, and we are all very proud of you. Never had a home like this before. Even the tribe, it, was, it wasn't like this. Something about finding your way 
you feel lost because all you do is looking forward. You forget to look back, see how far you've come. Enjoy it. Well, enough of my rambling. Let's get a drink, huh? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> and you go. <laughs> 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 Amazing flashback. <laughs> What a badass flashback. I played techno for you. <laughs> I can't. So we flash back forward. Now we flash back forward. Fucking <laughs> A. All right. I had to keep the camera rolling in case there was kissing. <laughs> Just in case. We'll work up to it. We'll work up to it. <laughs> so we flash forward back to the moment when we go, Do you see, Olaf? The two people that we have in tow are the rightful leaders of the Wolf clan. You see, they've been usurped. Kirill, who is their leader currently. Sucks. Busy. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> well put. <laughs> but more importantly, he's in league with Strahd. And he has control of the children. And that is the most important reason as to why. We plan to challenge Kirill to a crawl. Thank you, Winnie. A crawl. And hopefully, Emil will have the strength with our aid to bring Kirill to justice. You want to fight in a werewolf crawl with us? You'll probably get to kill a lot of werewolves. That's one of the things I think I'm best at. <laughs> oh, I also forgot to tell you all, uh, a bee landed on my uh, lips and stung me the other day, so my accent may change. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get better with time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got brazen. <laughs> oh my god! That's so funny. <laughs> Shit. A crack of thunder rends the sky, and you all whip your heads around, and even from the, the vantage of Yester Hill, you can see the tips of Castle Ravenloft across the oh, valley. Oh, Jesus. There's always a thunderstorm raging around it, but now it's like a swirling hurricane above the tallest tower, and you can see wind and cloud swirling in a maelstrom above the castle. Suddenly, your ears are filled with the cacophonous voice of Strahd echoing throughout the entire valley as if projected. Wust Zikma! Wust Metaya! Wust Zamerzaya! Wust Rashanaya! Nach Vinach! Fimbolvanta! And as it comes to slow. All across the valley, more and more werewolf howls send up into the sky until the entire, like, valley is filled with the howling of hundreds of wolves. Oh! Kaz runs right for Emil. We need to do this food crawl now. Did I just hear what I thought I heard? What did do you know what, what that meant? Fimblevander. A curse at this land, a curse that curses even my own kin. They'll be out in force. And at that time you see 
uh, raven flying in and like twirling through the air. Dimitri comes to land again uh, 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 amongst all of you, and he has a panicked kind of look on his face. I was doing some, doing some scouting. It's, it's the wolves. They're everywhere. The whole valley, Barovia, Malaki, Crest, they're everywhere. They're attacking all the cities. Everywhere. We're under siege. Yeah, Kaz grabs Emil by like whatever clothes he has around his neck and just pulls him close. Like, we need to do this food crawl now. We're out of time. It has to happen now. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll follow you. Good. D- and I turn to Dimitri. Dimitri. Yeah. We need to get Zarya and the clan into Valaki. We need to combine forces. When everyone is singled out, they can be struck down individually. But they're already attacking? They're already on top of them? They're coming out of the woods. All, all of this, they're at the gates of Kreskov already. They're climbing the walls of Velaki. Barovia has no defenses to it whatsoever. It's too late for any of that. We need to change the leadership of the werewolves now. Yes, we do. However, we cannot lose the progress that we've built. And this clan, if you want them to survive, Kasli, they need the walls and the fortification. I don't we think- We have no time! I don't think we can get to Velaki alive. The people from Velaki that I care about are here. The people from the Berserkers I care about are here. We have our defenses. Prepare to fight. My people are ready. Danica, you see, kind of striding across the lawn. They're still here, they're still here. Everyone Danica, is, every, Irina, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's, Every, everybody's okay. sort of gathering. Um, Danica comes up to all of you. Something's happening, the wolves. We need to make a plan. Uh, this, uh, this is a hell of a first test for our alliance, but it is a test we will meet nonetheless. We should talk, yes? Yes. Yes. Emil, how does a crawl happen? We have to find Kirill, we have to challenge him. He's, is he coming for us? Do you think he's coming here? If, if they're attacking the whole valley, I, I, I can't say as for sure where he would be. Where do you think he would be? If it's a massive attack, he wouldn't. He would stay back. He would be somewhere centralized that he could he, he can directly attack from. So he, I don't think he would be at any of the cities. But we can't just leave the cities to their own divide. No, what's the central point between everywhere that we that they are? Well, look at the map. To the map. Yeah. So you move maybe to like Zarya's tent, and uh, she sweeps a bunch of like smithing tools and leather scraps off a table, and mm-hmm. Danica lays out a huge map of the valley. Mm-hmm. Olaf. Tell your brethren to be prepared to move if they have to. Only themselves and their valuables. Mm. Yes? Yeah. Nothing that is unimportant. I think when this is happening, too, Olaf is arraying all the archers at the top of the hill. So, like, they're kind of taking up. We got, like, the... Defenses of some sort? Yeah, 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 yeah. Any, the melee weapons are all at the front, and the archers are so all we right are behind them. So we are here. This is Easter Hill. You right? are Easter Hill. They are attacking Kresk, Velaki, and Barovia. Right. What's the so, in bet- what's the what's the central point? The mountain, the foothills of Mount Caucasus. And now where? Um, yeah, Mount Caucasus or the foot. Barovia is the farthest away from the death, which leads me to believe that they're going to have the least amount of troops over there, right? I'm thinking that. But these- it is also the. Oh, I mean, it pipes up. Yeah. yeah. It is also the most. It is. It has no walls to defend itself, and there are no soldiers, no militia like like Velaki or or, or Kresk have it. You know Barovia, where Where would you go in Barovia to uh, to be safe? In the village. In the village of Barovia? Mm-hmm. 
the most defensible positions I suppose would be the, the, the my father's old mansion or maybe the church. From last week's experience with the church, there's quite a lot of undead there. Who is still in Vlaki? Lars? Well, uh, yes, Lars will still be there as long as with the, the town militia and the fortifications. With the fortifications we've been putting on the walls, they could hold out maybe for a little while, but I don't know, they've never been tested against monsters like this. The last time that happened, we lost six men. We need Dimitri there. We need your son there. I will go. Malaki, uh, this is uh, uh, not a bad idea. We have forces now. We don't only need to be in the same place. We can divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we have three cities we need to defend, then perhaps we just send out individual detachments to each, yes? yes. Okay. Rictavio uh, is also there to help. Yes? Yeah, Rictavio is in Valaki still, yes. As well as Teeth. Indeed. Yes, indeed. If we can hold off the forces of Lady Vokter and her armies of undead, I think we can handle a couple of werewolves. I think that they're well fortified in Kresk. I should just send them a message. And um, what about the village of Barovia? The only person we really know there is Mad Mary. That's the only person you know there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, look, I... Barovia is also in the shadow of... Barovia is yes, in the shadow of Castle Raven. Not the people there are dour and, and uh, 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 true, but they're, they're, they're still breathing human beings. We, we, can't just, we, we can't just abandon them. Mm-hmm. But maybe liable to surrender and negotiate. There'll be no surrender if the wolves are on the hunt. How do we tell all the wolves that their leadership is in question? Oh, I don't know if there's much of a way to do until the deed is done. The most immediate thing that we can do is this. We can fight off the wolves that are in the forest that are immediately coming to us. But as soon as that is done, we must lend aid to Kresk and Velaki. My people, my people stand ready to join the fight. We've long had our issues with the Kresk Coven Rangers, that's true, but the world's changing. I'll bring my best to Kresk and fight any wolves we find there. Velaki can hold its own. We've seen that before. And if need be, we can always run to Velaki for aid if we need to. Or... Light willing. Half of us can go to one city and half of us can go to the other. They're coming now, though, right? Like, they're coming they're right now. There. They're, they're already there. They're already there. I'm going to send a message to Mad Mary. Okay. Uh, she's okay. the only person I can think of in the village of Barovia. Okay, I'm going to send a message the now. Yeah. to okay. Mad Mary in the village of Barovia. Tell go. the werewolves, Vu Crawl. Tell Vu Crawl? Yeah, Vu Crawl. Okay. There has there is a there is a Vukral. Vukral. Just like tell her to shout Vukral. Uh give me a wisdom saving throw because it's been a while since you met yeah. Mad Mary. Twenty one. What, what do you want to say? Werewolves are coming. Get upstairs. Lock the doors. If any approach, say Vukral. Vukral. The Vukral is happening right now. What the fuck did Mad Mary talk like? <laughs> I don't think we ever what actually talked like? I don't think you ever weeping. actually met. Yeah, All we heard was weeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on you, buddy. Oh, story from Irene, I think. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> we did I like knock that. on the door, didn't we? We met her. I we spoke like. to her, I think. Yeah. This was pre-podcast, I, though. I, I, it was okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You send a message to Mad Mary. Um, uh, for a few moments, nothing happens, and then at last... <laughs> How many words is that? <laughs> One. Yeah. I'm gonna send a message to Vulcan Kraskov. At the at Kresk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Werewolves are coming. The Vukral is on. I would like to cast sending. Aye, aye. To Charlie. Okay. <laughs> Charlie, 
This is your old friend Drogar, or Argenvasht, whichever you like. I need your aid in Valaki. The werewolves are attacking. Well, where are the wolves? <laughs> Never mind. I'll find them, General. Don't you worry. I'm going to blow up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we must agree on a plan. We fight them off here at Yestail. We then head to Krisk and then Velaki. We need to get to Kirill. Do we need to send him a message? Do we need to make sure that he's coming? Does he need to know where we are? Mm. I think he needs to know that his leadership is in question. So maybe, yes. I'm going to send a message to Kirill. Okay. It's over. The Vukral goes down on Yester Hill. <gasps> be there or be square. Be square. <laughs> Nerd! Be in the parking lot! <laughs> you son of a gun! <laughs> oh my god, wait, I've lost track. How, which, which, which ones of those are we saying? Okay, what did Circle I say? Circle okay. yes, if you like me. Uh, yeah. The okay. Vukral. Okay. It's, it's, it's over. over. It's over. The, the Vukral. Goes, goes down, down on, on Yester Hill. Hill. That's nine. Winnie is fighting an urge to be bees right now. Yeah. Why fight it? Be bees. Don't fight it. Yeah. Don't fight it. Where I last ripped the beating heart out of something much bigger than I am. That's 24. Nerd! Yeah! <laughs> nice. That's fucking awesome! <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I love it. Carol, roll sanity check. Oh my god. Whoa, okay. Fuck. Alright, that's awesome. And if he can see us on Yester Hill right now, he's seeing just these badass flashes of fucking light arrows. Just buzzing down the hill, taking wolves out. Well, that was my last third level spell. Olaf! How's it going up there? Yeah, that was a lot of sendings. Oh, God. Oh, just so fine. <laughs> and the, with that last one, when he's like breathing a little heavily and like bleeding out of her nose, that was my really? last third level spell. Are you all right? <laughs> okay. And Jordan was um, like batting the blood away from your nose. Like. Mm -hmm. uh, when you send that message. <laughs> that counts as a word, asshole. Failure's three, honestly. <laughs> Fine. I'll be seeing you soon, little mortal. You'll be alive when you slide into my belly. We call it there, I think. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's very good. Uh. Broadcast features Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Kay Devine Jones as Kaz, Ned Iannacone as Drogar, Tyler Cantor as Olaf, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. Mackenzie Smith and Julian Manuel, Olivia Gardner and Stacey Lawson, Chloe Bradley Buris and Jenny Jennings, now all have access to Patreon things.
If you're not ready to support us financially, there are still plenty of ways to help us out. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CriticalFailDM, binge madness and mercy on our YouTube channel, and join us there every other Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time when we do live listens of new episodes of the Strahdcast. Or rate and leave us a review wherever you like to listen. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage. My name is Nick Perrin, and I'm an actor, writer, and game master. And on Tabletop, I talk with an expert game master every week to find out the best ways to run amazing games and tell epic stories. Looking to start DMing? Or maybe you've been a game master for a long time and want to spice up your table? Then this podcast is for you. Tabletop is released on Mondays wherever you get your podcasts.